Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. I'm Edward Hunt with my friend, Mike Cunningham, and we are the Meddling Kids. Today, we're going to be reviewing Violent Night, starring David Harbour and a plethora of others. For those of you just joining us, how we do our podcast is we will give a spoiler-free review. That is, we'll give you our overall thoughts on the movie without letting you know what happened. So that way you can decide, so you haven't seen the movie yet, still listen to the first 10 minutes, decide whether or not you want to go, and then you say, hey, these two guys liked it, maybe I should check it out too. Or, eventually we'll have a movie where, no, they didn't like it too much. And then you don't have to see it either. Or do. We don't control you. Uh, from there, we'll give you a little bit of background on the movie. And then we'll go into a play-by-play. Almost as if you were watching the movie with us, even though you weren't. Mike, you ready to get started? That I am. All right. So give us with a uh, spoiler for your uh, review, please. Okay. So basically, Violent Night is Die Hard meets Miracle on 34th Street. You know what? Okay, okay, I can yeah. see that. Plus a little other Christmassy going yeah, on. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, so you're saying Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie? I mean, no, Die Hard yeah. is a Christmas oh, movie. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into that right that now. That is the hill I will die on. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> but, you know, it was just very interesting. Is like this very uh, rugged, like very, uh, what uh, was his name? Uh, Zack Snyder take mm-hmm. on. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder take on Santa. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, action-packed, I guess. Okay. Like, I, I, I did really enjoy the... Um, some of the fight choreography and the fight scenes, it was very realistic and grounded for a movie about fucking the actual Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the performances were fairly great. David Harbour really carries it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like John Leguizamo was over the top, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like over the top in a good way as a villain. Yeah. Um, didn't really like the... You'll learn this about me. Uh, the, I don't really care for precocious children film. Okay, y'all need to be going to bed and doing your homework. <laughs> so I wasn't really a fan of Trudy. I mean, the actress was fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, she could not pull off um, crying and making me believe it. No, no. But I assume that'll come further. Her yeah, she's a child actor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it was uh, it was entertaining. Okay. Um, to say the least. Uh, you know, obviously it left some things, you know, on the table with its uh, concept, but I, I did really enjoy it. I was entertained. I love the, I love David Harbour. Didn't mm-hmm. realize how much I liked him because I kind of skipped Stranger Things this season. Yeah. But I, I, overall, I would give it a three. A three. I really five. did enjoy it. It was like it, the pacing was fine. I guess a little slow at mm-hmm. times, but it wasn't too bad. It was, about, it was an hour and forty minutes, and it was like it didn't really drag on too much. Yeah. So the pacing was fine. David Harbour was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, had I had my issues with it, we'll get into it. But yeah, so three out of five, I give it. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. I like those similar sentiments uh, to start. Yeah. Um, Die Hard with some a little bit of Home Alone sprinkled in there on top too, uh, and they really tried to just play up the hey we're Christmas a bunch of Christmas tropes put together in a movie while uh, all hell's breaking loose really. So I applaud it for that. They took a scenario, a situation. Hey, what would happen if Santa is trapped in a house and trying to rescue a family from terrorists basically, and then they ran with it and. Because of that crazy situation, there are some ups, there are some downs. Again, yeah, I echo uh, David Harbour did phenomenal. I thought from a body acting style, from him being, I didn't know he had all that action in him. I really didn't. Did you not watch? Yeah, but that was a lot of action. That was just like, but this is completely different kind of action with David Harbour. I I thought he did great. Uh, John Leguizamo's character, I think he, the actor, did pretty well, but I think the dialogue, the dialogue and the story, like, how are you making this work? What is this man's motivation? I think that's what I was, I told you that I just was a little bit worried about with 
watching the trailer, it was mm-hmm. very much like every time he got a kill or something like that, it was a ho ho ho. <laughs> it, just, it was like, are we doing this every time? Yeah. So Silent was, surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> surprisingly, David Harbour as Santa wasn't mm-hmm. the one delivering those lines. It was yeah. it was John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. But like, I assume he was having fun, but it just didn't really come. Like he he wasn't like over the top enough as a as a villain. Yeah, and I would say so with all of that, and you know, some other performances fell a little flat too, but. Considering it was a kind of daring premise of like we're having Santa Claus do this because you've had Santa Claus as a horror villain now you've had like evil Santa Claus in horror movies then you've had all the classic Santa Claus I've never seen Santa Claus single handedly kill twenty dudes <laughs> so I applaud it for that it was entertaining I'm going to give it a three out of five it wasn't amazing um, did I go in with a little bit of higher expectations yes did it kind of underdeliver for my own hopes yes but again I just hoped that this was going to be amazing, amazing. Instead, it was entertaining. I thought it was solid. So a three out of five. So before we hop into a little bit of background and our plot summary, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. We almost had one, ladies and gentlemen. We almost had one. It got real close. But, you know, I think it just it wasn't really the right fit. So that's totally fine. So instead, you still get made. Hi, I'm Edward Hunt. I'm a real estate agent here in the DMV. I will help buy and sell homes uh, in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. My team is the Just Be team, and we are all about finding where you're meant to be. Uh, so with that, I love movies, and this is a, an important part of my life. And that is really what we want to do for everyone that we work with is find where you are meant to be, where you can just be yourself, whatever that is. And furthermore, we work with the brokerage Compass, who has amazing agents all over the country. So even if you're not in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, but say you're in Florida and you need to find an agent, we have a ton of amazing agents over in Florida, and we can connect you with them. But that's all for me right now. Mike, ready for some background? Yes, sir. All right, let's hear it. Okay, so Violent Night, it was released uh, this year, uh, December 2nd, 2022, uh, directed by Tommy Wakola. Uh, who's also directed films such as Dead Snow in mm-hmm. 2009, which is basically about people trying to survive zombie Nazis. <laughs> so you see where his mind He has is. a trope. He has a type of movie he likes. This is his movie. Right? Uh, he, did, he also did Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. Yep, I remember that. And then uh, kind of. What Happened to Monday, which was a very interesting one about this um, this group of like set tuplets or something like that that pretend to be one person. Oh, okay. It's interesting in the All future because right. it was like about yeah. population control. So it was very, he has a very interesting okay. um, filmography. Filmography, sorry. Um, this movie stars David Harbour as Santa. Yeah, it does. Uh, John Leguizamo <laughs> as Scrooge. Yeah. Um, Cam Gidget as Morgan. Alex Hassel as Jason. Some people know Alex Hassel from The Boys, who played Translucent yep. in the first season. He exploded. We <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> uh, uh, Alexis Lauder as Linda, Edie Patterson as Alva, and Beverly D'Angelo as Gertrude. Obviously, Beverly D'Angelo, mm-hmm. famous from uh, the uh, National Lampoon yes. Christmas Vacation movies. So having her in this was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a very nice nod. I appreciated that. <laughs> I, was, I didn't. I just did the, the connection to Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the. Uh, sorry, the budget for this film was $20 million. Mm-hmm. Since it just came out, it's projected to gross about $10 million for the first weekend, which... You saw it Thursday? Yeah. Right. That's pretty solid, especially with Black Panther just still being out and yeah. not many too, big, too many big releases. So, like, Black Panther might still be riding that wave mm-hmm. for the next... Um, for the next week or two until Avatar comes out. Yeah. Um, so, um, Rotten Tomatoes currently has a, a rating of... 67. Okay. 67%. Yeah. Well, so not too bad. Yeah. And with an audience score of 90, surprisingly. 
But once again, it just came out, so we don't know how that'll shift. Yeah. Well, that makes sense to me because if you have because Rotten Tomatoes is did you did you like it? Yes or no? So sixty seven percent of critics had like generally favorable, and ninety percent of the audience was generally favorable. Yeah. For a is it groundbreaking cinema? No. Is it entertaining? Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. So that makes sense to me of why it's going to have that rating. And then last but not least, we have the tagline, which is "You better watch out." <laughs> Because Santa Claus <laughs> is coming to town. <laughs> just, the, just the first part. He added that. The- yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Because <laughs> that's a long ass tagline. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It just goes on and on. <laughs> so there you have it. That is the background for uh, Violet Night. Perfect. Awesome. Well, let's get into it. So how does this movie open? What do we really okay, see? So the movie opens in Bristol, England okay. on Christmas Eve at a bar. So you have Santa Claus, David Harbour, sitting at a bar. He's fairly drunk he's been there for a while obviously mm-hmm. and he orders another round of drinks and another santa a mall santa yes confuses him as a, a fellow mall santa he could have been the salvation army santa i don't know there's, there's a lot of santas i don't know the leads <laughs> um so yeah they have a kind of a back and forth mm-hmm. about you know how long have you been doing this and our santa claus speaks on he's been doing it for a long time he's lost count of all the years yeah. um <laughs> Which is like it was very funny because it was yeah. like he kept it, you know, kept it very ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you see him; it's very interesting. Obviously, it's Santa drinking, which yeah. is like we've seen. I'll talk about like the representation of Santa. We've seen like bad Santa, right? Yes, yeah, bad um, Santa. But also, that's not the real Santa Claus. That's just a rep- you know, just a, a guy in a, in a suit. Yeah. But to see like this actual Santa, he's grizzled, actual magical Santa yeah. Claus, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like really kind of worn down from. And it's I think it's very interesting. You see this modern telling of Santa Claus recently. Yeah. We're just like it's usually your miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, mm-hmm. your Santa Claus or whatever it is. We're just like he's that jolly guy. Santa Claus is always a, a you know a family filled time and stuff like that. But more recently, you're seeing the background of mm-hmm. the industry that is Christmas yeah. and what it what it takes to actually you know to be Santa Claus in a, in a modern age. Yeah. So he's very like, you know, much like complaining about like all kids want is video games mm-hmm. and they don't believe anymore. Yeah. Which is great. Cause a lot of Christmas movies in general, like the classic Christmas movie does is someone's a curmudgeon, right? Mm-hmm. It's Scrooge. It's like blanking on that. Yeah. Look at my apologies. <laughs> someone's a big grumpy Gus, <laughs> but someone is always, someone doesn't have Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. And by the end of this holiday Christmas movie, they find Christmas spirit and like they all go happily ever after. So violent night takes it and says, Hey, you know who doesn't have Christmas spirit? Santa Claus himself. And you're like, Oh, that's different. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So he says this might be the last Christmas, mm-hmm. the last one. And then so he, before he leaves, he gives a gift to the bartenders for yeah. her grandson. And she's like, how do you know one by name? Yeah. And that I have a grandchild. And he exits, he exits a door that leads to the roof. So yes. she goes to follow him and sees mm-hmm. that, you know, he's ridden off on a sleigh. <laughs> reindeer and so it's interesting because of the fact that like i said you realize that in this world mm-hmm. people you know could give or take it because christmas is very confusing it was just like you got parents buying gifts but there's also santa claus yeah so like, well that's always the confusing part about christmas movies that's why i just don't think about it too hard because all these adults are like there's no such thing as santa then sir how do those gifts appear <laughs> under the tree every year it doesn't make sense and like maybe the parents are just really bad at communicating and they, and they also don't even ask they're each just sitting other. You did it, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, well, I know I didn't do it, so that person must have done it, and I'm not going to ask her to double check, and we just keep it moving. So, yeah, the bartender <laughs> sees him fly off with his, uh, in his sleigh and his reindeer, and then in <laughs> Grumpy Gus fashion, he vomits all over. So if you didn't know what kind of movie you were in for, 
Now you do. <laughs> I'm getting tired of films throw, showing me vomit. I know what it looks like. We're good. No, but this was very well done vomit. It had the right number amount of chunks, uh, all right, all right. the steam that he Moving on. <laughs> That's our introduction to Santa. That's Santa Christmas Claus. Eve. Yeah. And then we jump to Greenwich, Connecticut, mm-hmm. where Jason Lightstone, I believe his name is, is being picked up by his wife, uh, Linda, and his daughter, Trudy. Uh, her real name, Gertrude. They call her Trudy. Yes. And, A strange wife. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, you didn't. I guess you didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you could you could tell that she was upset with him. Yeah, but for what you just didn't know. But it was there was definitely some tension between them. But he tries, you know, being the the parent. If you're a co-parenting or something like mm-hmm. that, you kind of try to keep it positive in front of the child. Yeah. So he's like really excited. He puts on, you know, the ears for mm-hmm. Christmas and really tries to cheer up his daughter to see her grandmother and the family for sure. Uh, so they, you know, they drive to his family home where his mom lives, mm-hmm. and you get to. Uh, meet his <laughs> his sister and her yes. family, her boyfriend Morgan, mm-hmm. uh, her son Bert. Or, yeah, well, Bertrude. We found out later his name is Bertrude because yeah. she's trying to name uh, her child after her mother, but she had a son, so she could name her. He could, she couldn't name her son Gertrude, yeah. so she named him Bertrude, which is so much better. I, I know, apparently. So. And these are like the classic rich people, right? They, they live on a complex. Uh, they go in. You meet this guy, Al. Poor yeah. Al. Poor <laughs> but, and you just see immediately, you're like, oh, no. This is like, they're a very dysfunctional, uber-rich family. Yes. And you can tell, like, it's a compound that they live yeah, on. Yeah, full of staff and yeah. security. And then they've also hired a catering company. Mm-hmm. And then right up. Right in the beginning, you can see that this catering company is, I guess, kind of bad at their job. They're not jolly. Yeah, well, there's that. And then you also see them that, like, uh, there's a guy there, I guess, a butler or something mm-hmm. like that, really chastising him for the, the one of the bartenders for her yeah. work or something like that. So it's something I noticed ahead of time. And then yeah. also another one that's dressed up as, like, an elf, mm-hmm. very just unprofessional. So there's something sketchy about, you know, the she caterers. Was, she was cutting limes wrong, which is a big, uh, you know, faux pas <laughs> in catering. Uh, you do want to cut them lengthwise so they can fit in beer bottles and on drinks better. You don't cut them widthwise. What are you thinking? So, so like I said, you need <laughs> the sister, her family, and then they're waiting for the mom to mm-hmm. enter the room. And then you see this kind of tension between the, yeah. the sister, Alva, and the brother, uh, you know, Jason, the, yes. the dad. That they we don't know. like each other. They do not like each other. She mentions that maybe this is the year that her mom steps out from the company and lets yeah. one of them run it. Mm-hmm. And you see that kind of back and forth. And Jason's like, I don't, you know, that's all you. I'm yeah. tired of playing mom's game and stuff like that. And this is the first time I noticed that there might be tension between mm-hmm. uh, Jason and Linda. It was She says, like, kind of catch me up yeah. to what's going on. Very indicative that, you know, she either hasn't been around mm-hmm. or, you know, there's some, there's a distance between them. Yeah. So he's giving her the rundown, but also giving the audience a rundown on, like, the family, introducing us to, you know, the other members of the family. And then, so like the mom comes in, and <laughs> you can tell she's a very much like your uh, cold matriarch in a in a uber rich film, high powered matriarch. High powered. She, she comes in on the phone, being like, "Well, why don't you just suck my dick?" And like, "Oh, it's Christmas!" <laughs> and then she's like, "Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, Senator." And hangs up the phone. You're like, "All right, this woman has some clout in the United States of America." <laughs> so as we're being introduced to the Lightstone family where uh, you see Santa Claus delivering gifts and mm-hmm. it goes back to what he was saying about hating this, you know, this yeah. current is modern version of Christmas. So you, you see a bunch of Amazon gifts under mm-hmm. the tree, not even wrapped, just yeah, the Amazon, just Amazon box yeah. uh, list, which just say cash. and video Yeah. Yeah. And so you just yeah. see him stuffing cash in the socks. So it was like, there's not that, that joy from, you know, that mm-hmm. you got from like a Rudolph Christmas or like, yeah. you know, whatever plays on ABC family during mm-hmm. the, um, during the holidays. And then, um, sorry. Yeah, and then as we're continuing along from there too, 
Santa Claus is still delivering all his. He's still giving coal to the naughty people. Yes. Which again, how do people not realize Santa's <laughs> real when this man is asleep? His daughter's on the good list, so yeah. she gets a nice present. The man's passed out on the couch. Which, for the record, I don't think he was naughty. He seemed like he was a single dad trying to take care of his daughter. <laughs> but he had a six pack on a, a coffee table. Santa Claus took the six pack, left a piece of coal in its place, and said, "To you from Santa." But, <laughs> Well, what I will say is, no, I noticed that in that in that scene, he looked at the kid, and you yes. can see like this is why he's doing it. Yes. I guess you'll see another example of it later. It was like, yes, he is very jaded mm-hmm. in this whole Christmas thing, but there's something that there's a reason why he is, you know, yeah. Saint Nick. Exactly. So back at the lighthouse uh, compound, mm-hmm. that's exactly what the fuck it is. Uh, the parents, uh, Jason and Linda, are tucking Trudy in, mm-hmm. and she mentions that uh, she wasn't able to go see Santa this year, and she sees him every year. Another yeah. indicator that they're separated. Yep. And then so Jason, thinking quick on his feet, he goes down to the basement and finds a walkie-talkie, wraps it up, yeah. and gives it to Trudy um, and says that this is a direct line to Santa. Now, he you know, is very busy, yeah. but he'll hear you. Yeah. Very well done as a parent. For yeah. I, quick thinking. I, yeah, I hope when I'm a parent that I'm like that quick thinking too. I want to lie to my kids that quickly. Right? That's really what I Because I feel like I would have been like, and? <laughs> and keep them going to sleep. <laughs> um, but that was my first indication. It was like one very good parent mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it was just also, how old is this little girl? Yeah. Because she, once I talked about it yesterday, after the age of 10, mm-hmm. somebody in school should have ruined Santa for you. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I think she was it's not an older like, cousin. It's yeah. Some bully, and <laughs> I think she was supposed to be like eight or nine. I, 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 and I, I couldn't. She, I looked her up. I couldn't find her actual age. So. Yeah, I think she was portraying like an eight or nine year old. Fair with you Fair. know the later interactions they had with her and Santa <laughs> as well. But yeah, so <laughs> she gets the walkie talkie. The yeah. parents step outside of the room, and she gives her a wish, saying that you know she doesn't want any presents. She just wants her. The family be a family again. Yeah, she wants mom and dad back together. Yes. The true Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. That's true to you right here. And then you see Jason give a kind of saying, you, that tension between them as well. Like, he's very much either mama's boy, he's very much tied to his mom because yeah. of her wealth. Yes. And he was saying, what if we could just get away, run mm-hmm. away? And I think at that time, he, you know, he says that and then... Immediately, you see the caterers turn mm-hmm. out to be mercenaries. Yes, and so like they get the they get the cue from their leader, mm-hmm. and they take out the security guard watching the cameras, yep. and then they just start taking out all the security and the staff in the house. And poor Alan. That's why I mentioned Alan in the beginning. <laughs> Alan has a death scene, man. Like he's this really jolly like head of like not head of security, but he runs the gate. He opens the yeah. gate for the cars, and you're like, oh, what a nice interaction he's having with the wife and a Trudy and Linda, the wife. And, like, that's really nice. And he's all like, oh, yes, Mr. Lightstone, absolutely. So you can see there's a little tension between him and the son. But still, very nice guy. Man, he gets just shot right in the forehead. Just boom. Like, okay. Yeah. It's like it when the violence starts, man, it starts in this movie. So, yeah, the mercenaries have taken over the house. Uh, Gertrude, the mm-hmm. grandmother, tries to – they try to get her – her security team tries to get her to her panic room. And you kind of see <laughs> Alva, the sister's like – uh, well, there's only room for like three, so it's yeah. just, uh, they're trying to figure that out. She tries to leave her son, so again, she tries, <laughs> tries to leave Bertrude, yeah, tries to leave Bertrude, Bertie, and then also, like, then, uh, Morgan, well, yeah, John, uh, like, was almost character Scrooge, Scrooge, yes, he comes out of the, uh, the safety room, the panic yeah. room, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense. I was like, <laughs> you just opened it, that doesn't make oh, sense. What panic room has windows? Yeah, that's, that's not how panic rooms work, sir. But all right, I'll give it to you for that. Well, yeah, so Scrooge <laughs> intercepts her, trying yeah. to get to the retreat to her panic room. So he, they gather the family yeah. into the living room. So you have Gertrude, 
uh, Alva, Morgan, and mm-hmm. uh, Bert, and then you have Jason, Linda, and Trudy. Yes, but and before all oh, this yeah, happens, so Santa gets here. Yeah, right? so, so Santa arrives at the mm-hmm. Lightstones, and he, you know, delivering gifts, and he kind of like relaxes because Trudy has left out cookies. <laughs> Pours himself a nice glass of very nice brandy, <laughs> and like falls asleep in the massage chair. Yes. <laughs> but also, I want to say too, Christmas movies, Santa, you're supposed to come when everyone's asleep, man. Like everyone <laughs> in the family except Trudy is downstairs in the living again. room. Yeah. How are you going to deliver all those gifts? <laughs> waiting for everybody to shut their eyes. Christmas magic. All right. Christmas magic. All right. No one knows how it works. Yada yada. <laughs> so yeah, he's on the estate, mm-hmm. and then as the, so like I, like we've said, they killed all of the staff, yeah. gathered the family into the living room, and now they're doing a final sweep of the estate. Yeah. And so one of the mercenaries finds Santa. Well, first he goes into a room. Yeah. Santa tries to hide <laughs> behind the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get into a scuffle, mm-hmm. and it was like this is, and you'll see this throughout the film. But it was, like, it was very interesting this, with the fight choreography, them using, utilizing stuff in the room. Yes, and then yeah. you get to see also him utilizing. I don't know if he used the bag. At the, he didn't use the bag here, okay. but it was just like utilizing stuff in the room. They used tinsel, like all like the yeah. tinsel on the tree. He's like wrapping the tinsel around the guy. The guy's wrapping tinsel around him. They're scuffling back and forth. And so like during the scuffle, he the guy shoots at the roof, yes. scaring away the reindeer. Mm-hmm. So they'll get Santa's escape. Yeah. And then so he kicks the guy out of the window, but yeah. he he was wrapped up in light, so he also yeah. gets dragged out the window. The guy gets impaled on an icicle. Yeah, like an icicle tree that you know, like the standing icicle tree garden decorations you have, because those are, you know, sharp enough That's, to kill somebody. People have those. Yeah, yeah. But he's so he's out of the house. Mm-hmm. He's killed his, you know, assailant. Yeah. And he tries to escape. Yes. And then this is what I was saying, talking about when he saw the kid in the in the first house. Mm-hmm. He sees Trudy. In the living room with the rest of the family, and yeah. it was just something in him that he's just wired. I have to help this little girl. He couldn't just abandon him. Yeah. Um, so we get another monologue about the reason why Scrooge and his team are there. They know that there is three hundred million dollars in a vault in the house. Yeah. And they want that money. The, yeah. The Lightstone family got three hundred million dollars to distribute to high people for the war in Iraq, yes. and like to like make sure that, like money kept flowing and oil kept flowing. And then uh, the matriarch, she stole that three hundred million dollars in the fog of war and kept it at the house. Yes. So now Scrooge, uh, John Leguizamo's character, knows that money is there, and that's why they are now attacking to steal that three hundred million dollars. Yeah. So while they're doing a sweep, they mm-hmm. find the guy that Santa killed. So yep. they know that somebody's still out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is when we get the second Santa is, you know, and that, like I said, he refuses to leave. He wants to help the family. So he's snuck back into the house and he gets discovered by a second. Yes. Uh, a, a second person. <laughs> he just can't catch a break. No, he cannot. Yeah. And this is where you see, once again, them utilizing. So like he utilizes, they're in a kind of a game room. Yep. So there's a pool table there. He gets kicks over the pool table. <laughs> and so he stalls the guy so he can collect uh, pool, the pool, pool balls. Puts them in a stocking. In the stocking. Yeah. And he uses it. A lot of those things, too, in the movie, was just like, if you get hit a few times, mm-hmm. I don't, movies really think that people are just indestructible. Like, yeah. But so, like, so he hits the guy with the, the, <laughs> the pool balls. And then it was so funny making it realistic in this fantasy film of the real Santa Claus. Yeah. David Harbour tries to jump over the pool table and was like, all right, nah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, he's a fat guy, so we can't actually jump. So then he like lays and like, rolls over the pool table instead. This is really funny. And then we get a, another gruesome death where like he kind of out of his, he keeps trying to like, the guy's on top of Santa, like choking him or something yeah. like that. And Santa keeps grabbing whatever he can around yeah, him and just ornaments. Yeah. And they just keep shattering <laughs> on the guy's head. And then so he grabs a star from the tree yep. and jams it in the guy's eye. 
and the guy's like upset, but he but, hasn't gone down. So yeah. he's approaching Santa again, and Santa backs up, plugs in the star, yeah. and it just electrocutes the guy. Because <laughs> these are the stars on top of the Christmas tree yeah. that you plug in to like light up. So there's a star in this dude's eye, just, and then he falls over, face just bursts into flames. <laughs> Which was up? I mean, that yeah. happens. That's realistic, yeah. yeah. But so now, just like in Die Hard, yeah. Now, um, yeah, someone now Santa side. has uh, a walkie-talkie, so he's able to communicate with not only the um, the killers, yeah. or the mercenaries, sorry, but Trudy, because yeah. Trudy still has her walkie-talkie that her dad gave her, and mm-hmm. she's been trying to contact Santa. Yeah. And so, like, he switches the radio frequencies mm-hmm. and connects to her. Yes. So now he's talking to her, and she's giving her him the background on how many um, mercenaries there are left. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and you know, kind of be just calming her down and getting information. No, he's yet. So then from there, as he's coming around getting information, uh, they realize that the other guy is no longer there. Right? That yeah. He killed. Mm-hmm. So then that's when the mercenary and Santa chat. Because Santa, he tries to go to the outside. He tries to call for help. Nothing's really working. He has that communication with the mercenaries that are there. Very reminiscent, you know, Die Hard with uh, blanking on the main bad guy's name. It, it, I can't remember. I just know it's Alan Fritz. Yeah, yeah, Alan Rickman's character in Die Hard. I can't believe I'm blanking on that. But yes, but still, them, they're talking back and forth. It's okay, we'll come back to it. But they're talking back and forth. It's like, what do you want? He's like, well, I'm Santa Claus. And no, and he's telling everyone he's Santa Claus. Yeah. Like, he's just not hiding. He's like, no, I'm Santa. It's not fine. to go back, but yeah. so during the fight with the second guy, before he jams the star in his eye, mm-hmm. he's, he's using, utilizing, once again, it's interesting how they use their environment to yes. the yeah. fight. So he's utilizing the toy bag. Mm-hmm. And since it's magic, he just keeps pulling out random shit. Yeah. Random, random <laughs> toys. Game, video game. So video he game. says yeah, at one point, he pulls out, he says, Oh, Die Hard on Blu ray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very clever. Little nod, little nod. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm then also seeing the magical elements of mm-hmm. Santa. So you see the toy bag and you also see his list, the Naughty yes. or Nice list. Mm-hmm. So Trudy tells uh, her his name and he looks on his list and sees that she's been good. Yep. And then he talks to Screw, John Logazano's mm-hmm. character. And he just looks at the naughty like the naughty or nice list again. And he sees that they're all on his naughty list. Yeah, all the bad guys. And I think that was interesting list. to introduce. Like, obviously, this is Santa. What do they think? Obviously, he has a reindeer. He yeah. has a toy bag. He has a naughty or nice list. Uh, so then, now since they've talked to, mm-hmm. since Screw just talked to Santa, he's furious. Yeah. And he's like, "All right." So they go to back to the family in the mm-hmm. living room, and they're like, "All right, who?" Who's the fucking Santa that you hired? Yeah, and Gertie's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I hate hiring Santas. It's, yeah, it's tacky. It's tacky. <laughs> <laughs> so they do a kind of a torture scene yeah. where they like they use there's uh the house the living room is full of nutcrackers mm-hmm. in varying sizes. So they grab one, and th- this is a funny scene talking about the like the the dynamics of the family and yeah. how like. There's oh, so, yeah. so much tension between us. So it's just like, who am I going to torture? And Alva, the sister, immediately goes, Jason. Jason. Torture him. He's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite. She'll be able to tell. He'll tell you everything if you do that. And it's like, ah, there's no love in this family, man. <laughs> so he goes over and they immediately stick uh, one of Jason's fingers in a nutcracker mm-hmm. and break it. Yep. And then he's like, I don't know. I don't like, so, you know, he doesn't get any information. So he goes and grabs a bigger one. He was like, well, they are called a nutcracker. Nutcracker for a reason. And then it was like, so John like, was, Scrooge is like, We'll put on his pants. We're gonna, you know, make. We're gonna flatten his nuts. And then, yeah. like, Kiro, I don't know. I can't remember her actual her code name. Yeah, uh, but she's like, I'm not touching this guy's nuts. This was like, a female mercenary yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> and then here comes one guy. Who's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> the Krampus. Krampus. His code name was Krampus. He was a sociopath. Was like, I'll do it for sure. <laughs> and so, like, uh, right be- right before they're going to mutilate, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. <laughs> Jason's nuts. 
uh, Trudy goes, uh, that's the real Santa. You yeah. know, I've been talking to him, and this is why I said, precocious children get on my nerves. Yeah. Uh, yes. How dare she save her father? Uh, how dare, dare she? she? Yeah. You die with the lie, lady. Yeah. Uh, so she, you know, she's saying, you know, that's the real Santa. He's, yeah. He told me he's going to kick your ass. And I was, oh, that was another thing. Um, that's, oh, damn, it's not to jump back real quick. Yeah. But it was like, she goes to Santa as she's talking to him. He's like, are you going to kick their ass? He's like, don't say, you're on the nice list. You're on the nice list. Calm down. And she was like, can I say butthole? He was like, oh, say it's derivative. <laughs> what about anuses? He was like, I mean, that is the <laughs> scientifically <laughs> correct. That's the scientific term. And it was like, these are the funny moments with yeah. David Harbour. It was really funny. But she, so back to the, the torture. Um, she says, you know, Santa's going to take mm-hmm. her. And then Jason kind of being frustrated, trying to get her to be quiet. Yeah, because he doesn't want her daughter. He doesn't want his daughter to get hurt. Yeah, yeah that's why. And he's like, just like, Santa's not real. Yeah. Or something like that. And mm-hmm. it was like, so Trudy is like devastated to mm-hmm. find out at her ripe age of 15, I assume, that, <laughs> <laughs> that Santa's not real. So she runs off. Yeah. Her mom tries to follow her, but they, they just let her go. So yeah. Trudy retreats to the attic. Yeah. And now you have this. Uh, you know, at least she's away from the living room, mm-hmm. so like she can kind of really con- like communicate with Santa. Yeah, and then Santa now at this point in time, he's now gone back to the house and he's trying to like he realized he's bleeding pretty bad yes. in that second fight. So you see Santa Claus shirtless sit down, and yeah, he's kind of fat, but just covered with like these like Celtic and like Norse knots of just like tattooed. He's all tatted and scarred up, and then Santa Claus uses a freaking ornament hanger, like the ornament wire you yeah. put on ornaments. And like tinsel, he puts it over a candle to like then stitch up his wound. And you're like, all right, who is this Santa Claus? Because like, why, for, like, why does he have basically the equivalent of like a Viking cat yeah. and like your game so berserker knots everywhere? He passes out. He gets yeah. he gets a, a vision of yeah. being on a battlefield as a Viking. Then he snaps out of it because Trudy wakes him up. She's in she's yeah. Retreated to the attic, attic. Yep. Yeah, and they yeah. kind of get a you know you kind of get that moment where he's like saying who he was, mm-hmm. and they're like before he was. Jolly old Saint Nick. He was a Viking. He was a warrior. He yeah. pillaged and plundered and took whatever he, he killed wanted. everybody. He killed. Yeah, um, and he had Skull Crusher, his handy dandy sledgehammer. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it was just like she's, you know, kind of saying like, "Well, that was you. Maybe mm-hmm. you being um, Santa now is like kind of that your redemption." Yes. Yeah. Um, and so then we also see in the back in the living room while Santa's like mm-hmm. getting better. Uh, there's also a ticking clock. So yes. uh, Gertrude mentions that. Back in, I guess, the 70s mm-hmm. or something like that, her brother was kidnapped because obviously they come from a rich family. Yeah. And they have a, a strike team that went in and extracted him and had him back home in a week. Yeah. And those kidnappers were never found. Yeah, they have a kill team. Which and is so, like, like the kill team is on the way. I think at one point it was, like, 30 minutes away mm-hmm. or something like that. So they're they're coming. Yeah. And so Krampus... In the, in the, he's watching over the family in the living room. He says, why don't we open gifts? Yeah. And... They open so first Morgan, mm-hmm. the sister's boyfriend, gives Gertrude her gift, and it's the a spec script or something like yeah. that. He wants Gertrude to pay for his movie because he's, he's an actor. Yeah, um, so that's actor. the first gift. <laughs> Gertrude gives her a picture of like a framed picture of the first moment. Their, their first moments is when Gertrude was born. Yeah, and sorry, when uh, Alva was born. Yeah, and Gertrude just goes, "Yeah, I was there." Yeah, I was so, there. <laughs> it's over two. Yeah, two strikes. Two strikes. What we got? Yeah. And then she, uh, Krampus, says, "What about Jason, mm-hmm. uh, the the son?" And he's like, I-, "I think I left him in the car." Yeah. And Bert, being fucking Bert, goes, "No, nah, I got you, dude. I, yeah. I, I remember seeing you drop off something." So he gives a gift, and it's a, a bottle of whiskey or scotch mm-hmm. or something yep. like that. Good, like her favorite whiskey. And, and a then a note, mm-hmm. and she reads the note. She looks at Jason, and it was like, "You don't know what's on there, but obviously it's something where like she wants to keep secret." Yes. 
And then you go back to, uh, I believe, Santa. Oh, yeah. So yeah. there's another exchange with Santa. And I think he tries to take out Kira. Yes. And <laughs> fumbles. Mm-hmm. So he has to retreat to a room and he gets captured. Yep. By yeah, by Kira, who's one of the mercenaries, the head uh, Scrooge mercenary, and then another guy, Bjorn, I believe. Yeah, Bjorn. Yeah. And so they're interrogating. I think him. his name's Gingerbread. Is the coach? Yes, that's yes, what yeah, it was. He was the one pissed off about this. Yeah, because this was a dude. He just like laid out a security guard earlier, just like started punching the crap out. He punched him once. That was yeah. it. Oh yeah, that's right. He punched him <laughs> once, and then he's just like, "Do we really need to stick to these damn code names?" He's like, "Gingerbread, <laughs> calm down." <laughs> Tensile time. <please. laughs> Yeah. Um, so now that Santa's tied up mm-hmm. and you get the backstory on, you know, on Scrooge and he's saying like, his dad used to love Christmas. He yes. loved, there was such pageantry to it. He loved, you know, decorating and giving out gifts. And then one year he got laid off mm-hmm. and that Christmas was horrible. There was nothing, not even a tree. Yes. And so he became spiteful because the neighbors had, they weren't affected by, you know, layoffs or anything like that. So they had a great Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so like when those neighbors went to sleep, since he was so jealous and envious of them, he decided yeah. he wanted to take everything they had mm-hmm. on some Grinch shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so he sneaks over to their house and he is startled by, the, I guess, the grandfather, the grandfather from the neighbor's the house. Yeah. They startle one another. The grandfather mm-hmm. falls down a, a flight of stairs and dies. Yep. And I guess that just started off his. Because he gets blamed for it. He gets Everyone blamed thinks for it. that he, that they all say he pushed the yes. grandfather. And he's like, well, maybe I did, which just goes so. We, me, uh, Mike and I talked. This is a pretty weak motivation. <laughs> yes. It's like you're an 11 year old kid. I get it. And now you're like, you didn't get Christmas one year. He said, "Oh, right. life of crime." Yeah, right. <laughs> clearly. Like, his dad. It sounds like he had a pretty decent enough childhood where, like, this dad loved him, wanted to celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm. all this great stuff. And he's like, "Then one year he was laid off, and then I was like, I'm going to steal stuff and then be a bad guy forever." All right. I think this is also where the, the villains, like, so even with Krampus and the gift giving thing, mm-hmm. it was, like, kind of over the top. Yeah. Krampus could have been just, like, he could have kept it to the, the weird scene where he was, like, I'll crush his nuts. Yeah, Krampus was over the top. Kind of over the top in that. And then yeah. you get the, this kind of weak backstory with uh, with uh, Scrooge. Yeah. And then so Santa goes, and so Trudy is right above him or whatever mm-hmm. in the in the attic yeah. trying to create a distraction. Yep. And while they're doing that, Santa goes, I'm sorry, Jimmy, that you had to go through that, but... That has nothing. Yeah. It shouldn't be a reason why you're doing what you're doing. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then Bjorn recognizes that he knows his actual name. How does Santa know? How, did, how does this guy mm-hmm. know your actual name? He goes, "Come on, Kira." Yeah. And then he goes, he says the Kira's name. He says, "I didn't make you eat. Uh, make you make your brother eat worms." That's naughty. That's why you didn't get anything for Christmas that year. And then Bjorn, gingerbread, yeah. gingerbread. He goes, "Come on, Bjorn." Like just because I didn't get you that bike that one year, yeah. or something like that. Right, I think he did give him the bike. He was yeah. like, "You asked me that bike forever. I got you the bike. What do you want? <laughs> Where, like, what's your excuse, Bjorn? Why are you yeah. a bad guy?" So it's just like showing that he's just not some regular person. Yeah, he knows. He had done it with Trudy earlier, saying like yeah. he told her what she wanted when she was six and seven. Yeah. So this is they're proving that he's just not some random man. Yeah. So now Kira and Bjorn are like, "No." This is Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and then uh, Scrooge is like, "No, no, this isn't Santa Claus." Even though he literally just told you your name and like life story, but he's like, "No, it's not Santa." Lucky guess, yeah, lucky guess. Yeah, you could. Everyone wanted a bike. What? Yeah. Um, so, uh, what's her name? Trudy mm-hmm. uh, puts, uh, I guess, styrofoam in yeah. the air vents, mm-hmm. and it makes it look like it's snowing in the room that Santa and the mercenaries are in. So they distract to think it's snow, yeah. And Santa has this power to. Uh, 
go up any chimney. Yeah, if he touches his nose, he can shoot up the chimney. Yes. And it wasn't working before for some unexplained reason. Like, they don't really explain why stuff doesn't work. He tried to get out in the beginning of the movie yeah. with that, and it didn't work. I, okay, I, I guess, yeah. yeah. I thought, was it, it was trying to get, no, he was trying to get out up the chimney the same way he came. Yeah. You're right. And it didn't work. But now this time, maybe because there's more Christmas spirit and belief, but for, to explain a lot of things are unexplainable. It's Christmas movie. magic. Christmas magic. That's what they do. So then he, poof, right up the chimney and gets out. <laughs> and then at this point in time, you have the strike team is now coming Yes, in. now the strike team has arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Morgan, yes, the, the who's, actor, who's <laughs> the boyfriend and the actor, who's been trapped in the living room with the rest of the family, mm-hmm. uh, subdues Krampus yeah. and jumps out of the window. Which the man has said multiple times, like, if that was me and they didn't have guns, I'd eat out. You think he's full of crap? Yeah. But he actually does knock a dude out and then, like, jump out of it. You're like, oh, this guy actually can kind of yes. do what he says he's doing. Good. He runs. Yeah, so instead of trying to help the family, he immediately helps himself and runs away. Yeah. And this is the twist that I saw coming. Yeah. That uh, the, the strike team has actually um, is working with uh, the mercenaries. Yeah, they double-crossed because they the double- strike team knew, like, the guy told the strike team, you know, $300 million, yeah. I guess we'll split Yeah, so the inside man for Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I don't think so because, yeah. well, he, he might have, like, the, the strike team guy might have been his inside man, but he was saying how, like, my intel wasn't wrong yeah. when, the, when it would happen Fair. later. Yeah. So it was just like he had somebody there else. There could have been another guy, but either way, the strike team strike double-crossed team, yes. because... Uh, Bertie or Gertrude, not, uh, Gertie, the matriarch, assumed the strike team was on their side. Yes. But uh, the guy, Scrooge, got in touch with the strike team first, and then now they've decided to all double cross Gertrude mm-hmm. so they can get $300 million. Yes. So they finally go to the vault because the strike team has a key, so mm-hmm. that makes it so much easier. Yep. Open the vault and it is empty. Yes. So now. <laughs> Uh, Scrooge is like very upset. Mm-hmm. He's like, what, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then also, I think at the same time, Santa has the strike team is, you know, obviously they're on, on, on the premises. Yeah. Santa's Santa, on the roof right Santa now. Santa was on the roof. He gets off the roof because they, they record, they see him. Yeah. And he retreats to a garage. Because they have like a full on, like, yeah, they have like 20 guys. Yeah. 20, so, 20 dudes on the strike team. They have machine guns firing at Santa on the roof. He falls off the roof and then runs to like, yeah, shed off to the side, like a tool shed. Giant tool shed because everyone's rich there, but yeah. still a tool shed all the same. So right before we get, so like Trudy kind of gives him this um, Christmas pet talk. Christmas pet talk about <laughs> it was like spirit because he was like he wanted he wished that he could um, if he had one. She had said, "What would you wish for for Christmas?" He was, "I just want to talk to Mrs. Claus one last time." So yeah. she goes, "Well." Make it happen. Make sure that happens. Just make it happen, motherfucker. And I'm like, all right, Trudy, you're eight years old. Languidly. <laughs> I'm allowed the buckle. She doesn't actually say that. But she is basically like, well, you need to make that happen. <laughs> so in the garage, he sees a sledgehammer. Yes. And this kind of gives him, you know, the confidence he needs to, okay, I'm going to see this through. Yeah. But right before, so right before the mm-hmm. uh, assault on the garage yes. from the strike team, uh, the captain of strike team and Scrooge go back to the living room and say, the vault's empty, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah. And so he's threatening to kill, you mm-hmm. know, one of the family members yeah. until he gets the answer. And it was so funny, Bert says a funny thing, it was like, because Scrooge says, I'm going to kill somebody at random. He was like, just quick question, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if you kill the person that has the information? Yeah, what if you kill And he's like, Alfred! <laughs> Slow clap. Yeah, so Bertrude is like the son of Elba, and he's sucked this entire time. But that was a good point on Bertrude's part. All right, Bertrude. That's what always kills me about the bad guy. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Yes, Hans Gruber. Yes, there we go. Bravo. Bravo. 
Hans Gruber's the <laughs> villain in Die Hard, if you don't know. <laughs> I know where that, that was going to come in the whole time. Um, but yeah, so it was very fun. that was a very funny moment from Bert. Yeah. He was just like, I mean, you kill one of us, that could be the person that has the information. Yeah. And so, but he threatens to kill Linda because yep. she's not a family member. Yeah, so she wouldn't know anything. Yeah. Well, not a, not a, uh, 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 a blood relative of Gertrude. Yeah. So she wouldn't know anything. So Gertrude doesn't care if she does, basically. And so because Linda's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, in danger, Jason, the yes. son, mm-hmm. admits that he stole the money. Yeah. He he knew it was coming ahead of time, so he intercepted it because mm-hmm. he was gonna take that money to run away with his family, to get yeah. away from his mom and the control she has over him. Yeah. And his wife goes, So you're gonna steal the money yeah. from your mom. But the reason why we broke up is because of your mom's money. And yeah, your mom's money. And he's like, well, now that you said it out loud, you put it like that, but we could have been away for it. But yeah. (laughs) And so, flashback to the garage, you have the strike team infiltrate the the, the garage, and Santa just takes them out one by one. Yeah. Or three by three, whatever. In the most interesting, gruesome ways. It was like, there's a. The sledgehammer is once. The yeah. most dangerous tool. Yeah. As soon as he has a sledgehammer in his hand, all of a sudden he's like, oh, wait, that's right. I was a Viking that literally killed mm-hmm. thousands of people before I became Santa Claus. I remember how to do this. And he just goes ham on people. Like, sledgehammer this one guy. He picks up um, ice skates at one point. Oh, time, yeah. And he's just, like, punching through people with ice skates. He has, like, a skate on each hand and just cuts right what through the dude's neck. the snowplow or something? Hey, there was a, the, um, the snow. It's not a snowplow. But, yeah, so when you push snow through to, like, shoot it off to the side to, like, clear a path. It's kind of like a wood chipper, but for snow. Yeah, but for snow. Exactly. And so she, like, he's running that down. And then he, like, ties the two dudes up and, like, chucks the rope into the snow, mm. uh, you know, remover. It's called the snow remover. And then, of course, those guys just get sucked right through it. So he takes out. out every single person in the garage. Yeah. And then he runs out and the guy that was, uh, I guess, the the guy on the in the chair. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, the guy watching all their yeah. feeds and giving them information. He tries to run away or something like that and Santa catches up to him. Whoop, throws his hammer at him. <laughs> and so like yeah, Santa catches up to him, so he takes a grenade. Yeah. Tries to Santa Santa catches it and stuffs it in his pants. And I think this was in a trailer where he was like, I gotta watch I gotta watch. And so the guy just blows up. Yeah. And so he's taken out effectively taken out the entire well, most of the strike team. Yeah, there's like six dudes left now. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's everybody just left in the house. Yeah, um, and so oh, right before that, we see that. Uh, so Santa's outside, and yep. now he's he uh, he realized that uh, Trudy, like they found her in the attic. Yes. So now he needs to get into the oh, back into right, the house. right, right, yes, yes. And so this is where I just wrote in my notes: Home Alone booby traps. Home because alone this traps. is <laughs> talking about them referencing other uh, Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Judy, I'm sorry, Trudy, Trudy, set up a few Home Alone traps yeah. to protect herself in the attic. And they were just brutal. And it was just, <laughs> so, and this little, she left the, the stairs to the, the ladder to the attic there, mm-hmm. and she just put a, one nail in one of the steps, yep. and then, like, a bunch of nails on the floor in front of it. Oh, like a welcome mat at the bottom, yeah. had a bunch of screws. And so, <laughs> Gingerbread goes... If you're going to use Home Alone booby traps, make sure they're booby traps because yeah. you can see these. Yeah. And so, like, he starts to climb the ladder mm-hmm. and underneath One the, the the step that she put the nail, mm-hmm. she broke the step. Yeah, she, like, cut through it. So he steps on it and, like, impales himself <laughs> on the nail through the mouth. Yeah. Oh. yeah and then, great. like, so <laughs> Kira, 
who was sick of this little girl's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Climbs up the ladder over him. Yeah, she's like, I'll be back for you. Don't worry about it. As his remember. face is still stuck to the... Yeah. And then so he pulls it out and then like he slips yeah. <laughs> and falls back onto the welcome mat with oh, the nails in it. The nails like, and the razor blades. It was pretty... It, this was... With all the this was honestly the most brutal yeah. part of the movie. But what was right funny, now. it was like because it, it solidified the fact that Kevin McAllister is a goddamn psychopath. Yeah, <laughs> like those dudes. Yeah, like in the nineties, <laughs> Home Alone was like, oh, that's that's cute stuff. Yeah. But like in real life, no, no, Joe no. Pesci and that other guy are dead. Yeah, they're very seriously injured. <laughs> the second movie is a Jacob Ladder scenario, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> they're coming back for vengeance. <laughs> so yeah, there's like bowling balls, and mm. she kills. Uh, so freaking genius gingerbread. Yeah. Pulls out a, some nail from his side. Yep. And holds it above his head. Mm-hmm. She uses bowling balls to incapacitate Kira. Yeah. Kira kicks the bowling down bowling ball down the the ladder and it hits the nail, which impales yeah. <laughs> right in his forehead, then he just falls back again on the So he's nails. out. Yeah, he's done. Right. And then like she utilizes like uh glue. Yeah, super glue. And like cement blocks and a, it was just very interesting. Yeah. But Kira being very, you know, resilient and yes. resourceful, gets out of the trap. But right before she's going to shoot Trudy, here comes Santa with a sledgehammer wow. to ex machina. Right to the chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so she, he saves Trudy. And now, like, uh, right before, like, so right before we return to the, mm-hmm. Santa returns her to her family, you see that Jason and Gertrude are being escorted out of the house because now... Scrooge and the head mercenary guy, mm-hmm. and the, I think the two or three guys, one or two others, yeah. left with him, are trying to find the money. So yeah. there's a, a whole what is it the oh the scene the Christianity scene the manger the, Jesus with the manger with the Jesus. I'm blanking on this. I'm, I was raised Catholic. I should know this anyway. Um, not the rosary. Anyway, but yeah. So you know, like the scene with Jesus, the three wise men, baby Jesus, Mary, Joseph. Yeah. So there's um, one yeah. of those setups right outside the house. That's where Jason is hitting the money. Yeah. So like now they're loading up the mm-hmm. money, the bags onto these snowmobiles, and Scrooge says, "Well, kill the family." Yeah. Like we don't need you guys anymore. And so Krampus, who is watching the rest of the family in the house, which is Linda, Abe, Alva, sorry, yep. and Bert. Yep. And he goes to kill them, and he's just trying to say which one first. And then you, you go back to the kind of yeah. the backstabbing. And they're all like, "Kill him! Kill her! Kill him! Kill her!" And like the Ava's or Elva's, like, "Kill my son!" It's like, "Oh, come on, lady!" Again, like the kid with the son. <laughs> and so those three team up mm-hmm. to take out Krampus. Yeah, they distract him enough to then take out the Krampus yeah. uh, mercenary guy. <laughs> and then so now Santa brings Trudy mm-hmm. into the house, and they're like, "We need to, we need to get Jason and Gertie yeah. and take out the rest of the." The um the the mercenaries. Mm-hmm. So he gives Trudy a gun because apparently Alba doesn't know how to use one. Yep. But Trudy used to hunt with her dad. You mean Linda did? Linda. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. yeah. Linda, the mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, She got the gun, so that way because she used to hunt. So then he just like chucks a gun at her. She's like, okay, and then they go out. <laughs> and together. so so she lays down some suppressing fire, mm-hmm. and Santa goes and takes out uh, a few of the guards. I think yeah. Linda shoots one of the guys in the dick. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> again, it's an action movie, but it's an immature action movie. So yeah. someone's getting shot in the dick. That's what so happens. or the balls. Right. <laughs> what happens? So they get in the Scrooge yeah. and the head uh, killstrike. Yep, lead the leader of the killstrike team 
hop on a hop on snowmobiles yep. with the money, and they take Gertrude as a hostage. And there's one more guy. And there's him. one more guy. So Santa follows the 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 money to yeah. save Gertrude. Which he was on a snowmobile for a second, Why? but then he grabs a sled. Yeah, like he couldn't turn it on because like Santa doesn't know how these futuristic gizmos work. That was a joke. But I'm like, dude, you've done a lot. He doesn't know how to use his iPhone yeah. or a, a, a or gun. snowmobile. Yeah, he can't use a gun, an iPhone, or a snowmobile. So then he like grabs a sled and then just starts running after them. Because like, you know, in an action movie, if somebody's running, if somebody's running away from you, you just hit a diagonal. Yeah, a diagonal. You're yeah. gonna meet. It's football pursuit angles, man. All right, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> so Santa's in pursuit of the of Scrooge and the yeah. money. And so at that same time, you see kind of Linda and Jason kind of something's being rekindled in them. Yeah. And then the last mercenary stands up. Mm-hmm. So they kind of team up yeah. to take him out. But Linda does more. Yeah, than Linda really does like everything. <laughs> she does. Like he helps a bit. He, like Jason jumps on the guy's back. He's trying, gets his ass beat. The dude's like choking Linda. Yeah. Linda grabs a random icicle, which is now powerful enough to step in the dude's neck. Icicles aren't that powerful. And then so you see them. <laughs> Kind of after they've taken out the the, the last mercenary, they kind of just embrace. Yeah. And Trudy sees this, and it was like she gets her wish. Her, yeah, her family. The kind of the the romance has been rekindled. This whole subplot I thought was a little awkward. Yeah. I'll be completely. It was like, all right, it's nice. I get it. You have to have it. It felt a little awkward the entire time, but it's nice that the family's back together. So, okay. and so we get Santa. He takes out the mercenary guy mm-hmm. and Gertrude. But he um, kind of rescues Gertrude, and then he goes after Scrooge. Yes. And this is just very uh, kind of a really cool fight. So yes, have, this was a very well-done fight scene. So you have Santa versus Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And so like Scrooge has like a, some ice pick. Yeah, like an ice that. pick and like a knife. Or an yeah. ice pick and something else because he still has a – he has his like knife on his hip, but an ice it pick. It was like the thing you use when you're like climbing. Like, no, he had, he had another weapon too yeah. I'm blanking on. But yeah, so he had the ice pick which you climb with and then the other thing. And then Santa obviously has his sledgehammer. It had a name. I couldn't think of it. Oh, uh, well, Skullcrusher Skull was an actual sledgehammer. He has with the random uh, sledgehammer that he found Got in the garage. Later, he'll well. That's later. Yeah. So then they get into this big fight, and it's it is it's a well done fight. Yeah. And then for everything with Scrooge's character for having kind of like not a great backstory, for having some kind of really cheesy bad dialogue, this last fight with Scrooge and Santa is very well done. Yeah. And it's it's brutal. It's brutal, man. Like, and it's, it's I think it's the same thing. They're still utilizing their environment. Mm-hmm. So like they're in a house at first, so yeah. and the house kind of blows up, and so now they're back on the in in the. In the snow like a clearing where there's a lot of ice. And there's a lot of ice. So Scrooge puts on these ice shoes yeah, so he, like he can properly walk, but Santa has on his boots. So he can't walk. So he, there's a around. there's a disadvantage that he has. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's utilizing that. Yeah. And so like Santa is, you know, gets incapacitated and yeah. he's about <laughs> Scrooge is about to take out Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once again utilizing his chimney power. That's just huge because it was like the whatever house they were in had yeah. a chimney there for some yeah. random. It's like like those old school. So this is like an old style. Like they used to have outdoor chimneys, right? With the fire inside, they'd have an outdoor chimney. Mm-hmm. Or this was like the ruins of a house that yes. used to be there. Mm-hmm. So an outdoor chimney that used to be. And then so Santa grabs Scrooge, and then he does his magic nose trick, yes. <laughs> and they just get. And Santa can get sucked up yes. the chimney. A okay. Scrooge cannot. <laughs> you just see him get sucked up into a chimney. Yeah. And then, like, Sandy just arrives on top with the body with of... The, with the headless, armless, legless body yeah. of Scrooge. Because all of that couldn't fit up the chimney. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, it was beautiful. I just literally all caps, Chimney could! Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just, like, blood's flying. Yeah, Santa Claus has this, like, headless body. And he just dumps it off the side. Yeah. And he's looking victorious. And then he gets shot by the mercenary... Uh, sorry, the kill, the kill squad leader. Yeah. 
And then, so you think he's going to take out Santa. Mm-hmm. He's standing over him. And then here comes Gertrude with yeah. the gun that she found when she got rescued. Yeah. And this is what pissed me off about. She literally somehow sneaks up on a man. In snow? In snow. I guess he has no peripheral vision. Because yeah. in snow, crunch, 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 crunch. Every time you walk in snow, you hear crunches. So, like, she's just really focused on this fight scene with Santa, I guess. And so she takes out the last, the kill strike leader who, you know, betrayed her. Yeah. And then we get the, the what, Jason, Linda, and Trudy mm-hmm. arrive. Oh, along with yeah. uh, Bert and Alva. Yeah. And Santa's dying because, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's, he's bleeding out. Because he's taken a billion wounds. He's gotten shot three times. He's gotten impaled a billion times. The man is, he's beat up. So he dies. And so, yeah, he <laughs> dies. And then they kind of go on this whole, well, if you believe in him, you won't. So, like, Trudy says she believes. And, like, Jason is looking at her like, little girl. Yeah. But then her mom kind yeah. of, like. No, Jason has a good part. Jason's trying to warm him up. So yeah. Jason decides to burn like money to yeah, try and warm to up keep, Santa, which yeah. is a great art for Jason because he mm-hmm. was very obsessed with money before, like every Lightstone family member. So he's like, we got to get him warm. Keep him warm. So then Jason runs over, grabs a bag of money, and throws that on a fire mm-hmm. to try and warm up Santa. Yeah. But So Trudy, in disbelief, so she says she still believes in Santa. Mm-hmm. Her mom, Linda, says, well, I believe too. And then Jason and then Bert, yeah. the grandmother, they all... <laughs> the last one, I was like, oh, come on. Come on, right? <laughs> and the entire time, Elva, Elva, the sister, she's like, he, he's burning money. He's going to die. <laughs> she's gonna, she's like, he's going to die. We don't need to burn the money to save him here. What? And uh-huh. so Santa wakes up. Yes. and Because of the belief in Christmas. Because I, Well, he says, again, Christmas, Christmas magic. magic. Don't know how this whole Chris Kringle thing works. Yeah. And then you see that the reindeer have returned. The sled's returned, yeah. With the sled, and they have a spare uh, toy bag because during the interrogation, mm-hmm. uh, S- toy bag. Scrooge uh, yeah. uh, burned his toy bag. Yeah. And, and there's a really nice note from Mrs. Claus. Yes. Along with Skull Crusher. His mm-hmm. dr- She's like, hey, maybe you might need this. Yeah. And like, well, first off, man, you got this way here. <laughs> You're way too late. Like, your husband died. Like, you know, it could have been nice if you gave him this a while ago. But I appreciate the sentiment from Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> he, you know, he, uh, you know, leaves, the, like, he t- you know, leaves the family yep. and rides off to give the kids to, uh, gifts to the rest of the world. And that's the end. And the end. And there, he rides off into the moonset because it's nighttime, not the sunset. <laughs> I'm patenting that name, so don't take it from me. But no, and yeah, that is the end of the movie. So whenever we finish a movie, the first question is, Mike, did your opinion of the movie change while we were reviewing it? It did not. I say entertaining, had its flaws, give it a three. Yeah. Honestly, for me, reviewing it, I feel even a little bit strong, more strongly mm-hmm. about it. I'm still giving it a three, but part of me, when I walked into us hanging out, I was like, should I give this movie a two and a half? But no, after reviewing it, I'm like, no, this movie was a three. It was. It's Again, it had some fall-offs here and there, but if you want some good old Christmas hyper-violence and a ridiculous scenario, Violent Night's going to be pretty chill. Uh, but yeah, that is everything from us. Again, we are the Two Meddling Kids. If you'd like to reach out to us via email, please reach out to twomeddlingkids at gmail.com or ask.2 um, meddling kids pod. Or uh, we also have Twitter and Instagram at uh, Two Meddling Kids. Mike, how can they reach out to you? On Instagram at Days From Legendary. Cool. And if you'd like to reach out to me, I am EdHunt77 on Twitter and Instagram. I usually check Twitter. I don't tweet a lot, but I'm there. But Instagram is probably the best way as well. But that is us signing off, and we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye.